create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is Fran Sydney and I love talking about how we can create the life that we want by using many many interesting mind hacks. And one of the things I've been talking about in recent episodes is how we can use art to really connect with others, to feel better and to even improve our emotional health. So I'm going to talk about children and education and also about a very special program that helps people who suffer from Parkinson's disease and it helps them using dance. Stay tuned! So I've been reading quite a lot of articles about the effect of art programs into the school and by art mean the wider term and uh, when we have the students, the children, adolescents uh, participating in these art programs, whether they are talented, able, skilled or not, still art is able to create this very nice safe space for all the students to share their voices and to hear the voices of the other students, to understand that everyone else has problems as well. And um, according to Susa Maxamen, who is one of these researchers that has been doing so much study about art therapy, um, safety isn't just the absence of threat, but it's actually the ability to have an environment where students can share. And if you think about it, we are humans and we are pretty much wired to appreciate the arts and the aesthetics and uh, music and, and nature and lots of beauty that is all around the creativity. These things have a superpower to soothe, to help and to heal. And still when you go to a school worldwide, in a lot of schools, the programs with dance, theatre and music and, and art, they are reduced, they are disappearing, they are shrinking in favour of more scientific or technological programs, which have their merits, but we do need to soothe our souls with the arts. When we are talking about bringing the arts to the schools and to the learning environment of home-educated children as well, or children who don't go to school because maybe they are in a hospital, we're talking about the wide effect which is, you know, the researchers know is proven, there is robust evidence that art, music and etc. They are very, very good for learning skills of all sorts of uh, types that we need for growing and for for becoming humans, really. And with art, we can learn collaboration. We can work together on projects. We can develop creativity and problem solving. We can change the way we look at things. And we can start to reflect about ourselves and, and about other people. And as we realize that they are going through something and this is coming through their art, we can develop the compassion and think about how the world would be if, if others would have all these skills. There wouldn't be all this criminality and all this aggression. People wouldn't be so angry because they have a channel for writing, for composing, for drawing, for making things and for connecting with a community in a way that is positive. And this is why it's even so important in every town to have a library, a museum, a church group, a youth group 
uh, organization and artists and sport whatever because all these things together help people to create healthy connections and art in particular helps the neuroplasticity of our brain so we make better decisions we improve our social skills and another interesting thing is that when we are teaching music to children uh, sometimes maybe we're teaching them piano they get home they do not have a piano or their family doesn't understand piano music they don't really like it they might prefer something else and in some cultures so we're talking globally not just england there are special instruments that are only used there like for example in sardinia you will have um, people that know how to use didgeridoos their own type and accordions and so if you teach the child how to use a small accordion he's gonna go home and find out that maybe his mom or his grandfather also play the accordion and they would love to come to his concert when he's gonna play his accordion because so your connection with your culture is also very important and it will involve the whole family and the same applies for other types of art you know whatever you're learning if your family is also familiar with that that will help you to to be more welcomed into, into this family and sometimes people think well but we can't really put art into the schools in this uh, specific amount in these big programs because they will cost a lot of money and we know that everything costs money but um, researchers have been studying this and they say that the, the cost and benefits thing is very important here because we are already spending billions of dollars every year and billions of selling pounds and euros worldwide because we have so many mental health disorders that cost us a lot of money and then we might have people who are always unemployed and we have social isolation we might have criminality and people who hate themselves hate the body hate their um, situation their school they hate everything and why is this going on could it be that we do not know how to regulate our own emotions that we do not understand what's going on and then do we think that we are the only people with a problem are we actually connected to people and um, art goes beyond texting on a mobile phone and gives you the chance to express this in a different way and so you improve your neuroplasticity you improve your connection you feel better and therefore we are having a prevention of a mental health problem and you understand better that it's normal to experience stress and and it's normal to seek for help so they should be normalized to look for mental health problem help anywhere and there isn't just something like a syndrome but there are periods in our life when we may be particularly bereaved or stressed and it is so important that we're able to talk about these things and um, sometimes it's very difficult to do in words but with music with art with drums with nature we can do that and that's a really good power that art has before i talk a little bit more about children and how to get them involved into art i don't want you to lose track for a minute of the fact that the arts and even dance 
can be enjoyed even in more advanced age and middle age and when you're ill. And as I previously mentioned, it is important to know that Parkinson's disease sufferers and their carers and their family, they can also enjoy a lot of art. How? There is a program called Dance for PD. PD stands for Parkinson's disease. And uh, it is really an award-winning program that has been around in the United States for a while. And um, the guy in charge of it is called David Leventhal. And um, what happened is it's a very, it's a combined program. So you have specialized dance classes online and also in person to the Parkinson sufferers and their friends and family and carers. But it's also a combination between research and therapeutics. So it's both things at the same time. And before, when this just started, it was only David Leventhal with six people and then it grew and it grew especially during lockdown when people couldn't go in person once a week to do their sessions and from six people it went to thousands and hundreds of thousands because the program is now global and has affiliates in 25 countries so if you google dance for pd you might see that one of the 2500 teachers is actually in your own country maybe here in england we have some Maybe you might think that there is nothing you can do if a person has Parkinson's or if you have been diagnosed with it. But there are more than 40 peer-reviewed studies which show the impact of dance on Parkinson's. And uh, the studies are looking at what is changing in your brain when you're doing the dance movements. It's really incredible. This, we have preliminary results and, and more uh, long-term ones you see that everything is improving when you're doing dance. And not only in Parkinson's patients, but also in, in the family. There is a greater connection and a much easier uh, movement of your body. So the patient that has Parkinson's has an improvement in the gait, in the balance, and his mobility, which is so important. So you do not fall easily because you can move easily, you're not stiff. And also the depression levels get a lot lower. So as you know with Parkinson's the motor skills decline quite fast and we just slow down quite a lot with the um, therapeutical program based on dance and at the same time the sleep which is so hard increases. So you have this incredible experience of seeing people that are enjoying dancing and basically forgetting they have Parkinson while they are dancing you can see the the videos and listen to the interviews and see what we're saying because this dance is creating a pleasurable sensation is creating dopamine remember that dopamine is the one big thing that is missing there when you have parkinson it's not there it's not created it's not metabolized properly so it is missing and dopamine is the, the happiness thing in your body so um you're creating bridges across the circuits that have been severed so it's important because you have new capabilities, new um, uh, motor possibilities for these people who can express themselves, who can feel better, who can have fun and they can relieve their symptoms, therefore be less depressed. 
So when we talk about this, does this apply also to dementia and to cognitive capabilities? Yes. If you go and look up on Google Jess Bone, she is a research fellow in epidemiology and statistics at the University College in London, and she has published some research that they have done together with her colleagues. And it was a cohort of about 10,000 people, and um, they made a comparison with other people somewhere else, and then she found out that when people enjoy things like concerts and theatres, museum or activities when they're making music, making art, making craft. These people were followed for 12 years, so that's quite a long while, and their dementia levels were much lower than the other people who didn't go out and do these interesting things. So we can see that even if the participants in the studies had different situations, different health, different backgrounds, we all gain so much from being involved with art. And the evidence is very robust, showing that the, the chances of cognitive decline are reduced after doing this this. And this improvement, even just doing one hour a week or doing fun things like that, will get you to be better for seven years after. So that's incredible, better than any medication, really. I'm not saying do not take medication, I'm just saying in addition to that. And uh, when they uh, compared this group with one that was given only sport activities, the improvements were just as good. So we all know how good it is to do sports, but if you add also the arts, the crafts, the going out, the meeting people and doing focus art activities, it's even better. I think it's amazing. Now it's uh, Christmas time, we have two weeks of holidays, and people are like, what should I do? Well, instead of just eating, Think about singing, watching a nice movie together that brings together some experience. Go to the park if it's decent weather in some hemisphere of the world, you can do that. And enjoy being in nature. And sometimes just doing things together, being a little bit creative and even banging on a box to make some music. That can help you to feel better and to soothe a lot of you know, stress that you might have in there. So especially if you're a Parkinson, don't lose your hope. There is so much you can do. Just go to this website to find out what is this um, uh, movement. So you can see there are videos and there are some that are on sale, I think. Or you can sign up to the programs, which I think is amazing. And now let's go back to the children. I was talking about how do we improve the, um, the reading skills of children? How do we improve the, the creative thinking so that in the end their mental health will be better, will be happier? more able to cope with their emotions and even be more functional adults. And so the suggestion of the experts is to start when the children are young with very simple things, motor skills, jumping, dancing around, drumming, singing a simple tune, clapping the hands, a two-year-old can clap the hands. If a tuning tool sort of music review, then as they grow up, they will recognize, they will appreciate and they will be able to choose which type of music they prefer. And uh, there are lots of ways of connecting in the community with music. And uh, you can go to concerts, you can do things like choir singing, there is so much. Now don't worry about the fact that maybe you teens will not be so interested because I have so many social opportunities 
and they think that's enough. I think that there is a huge difference between just going out with your friends and having an art therapy intervention which is focused on a very specific result and that is to make you feel better. And, um, you know, try both, you will see the difference. I would think that the possibilities are endless because you can do things like creative writing to help with your stress, your anxiety, trauma. The effects are very significant according to the researchers that you will, you just look up so many studies about this. There are, for example, veterans for the military in the States and they've been doing, uh, they've been making masks using, you know, 3D equipment to help when they have strokes, when they have trauma, when they have forgotten the words, they don't know how to speak anymore. And these things give them symbols and way to communicate with, with others. So don't underestimate what you can do. And you can get the children um, involved with the arts if you just look for a good quality community music program or art program or drama or theater. And what is the most important thing in this? Contrary to what people will think, uh, and according to what the researchers say, it's important not to put so many expectations and barriers and expect a child to, I don't know, practice for two hours a day every day this instrument or to become a concert pianist or force him to do anything because otherwise it's not good enough for you. The general suggestion from the expert is to allow the child to try different types of art enjoy them and have fun just like when you go out and splash in the water just have fun try the theaters the museum the exhibitions the music the concerts everything try and let him see what he likes and then he will pick up something that he likes and this does not have to be pay stuff it could be cooking at home and being creative singing in the shower walking around the house touching things in following a rhythm being together in nature go to the beach go to the park go down the road in, in the woods. So the kids have to understand that arts can be fun. Being creative is fun. Being in the nature is fun. And it's much better than being stuck to a mobile phone the entire day. Just be more playful and dance to some music. Draw something together. Maybe just create a story and everyone has to create a different ending to the story. So creativity is, is so wide. And you probably would do better if you look at creativity as, you know when the doctor says, oh, you should walk 10,000 steps, you know, maybe not the doctor, maybe your fitness guru. And because he's, you know, everybody knows if you walk, it's so good for you. Well, how about adding 10 minutes a day of doing something creative that is so good for you? Would it be something you can do during your holidays and then keep going on in the next year? And before I close this episode, I wanted to share one little story from Calvin, who is the vice principal of a school in Bronx, New York. And he was saying there was a period when he was running an art therapy group. And so he asked the students to draw a road, and this road was pretty much representing their life. What does it look like, you know? What does uh, your life look like? Now, just do me a road. And one of his students um, stood up and was describing his road. He said, well, my road has a fork because that's representing how difficult it was when his parents divorced. 
But as he was talking, he choked up and he began to cry. And then the vice principal just waited and, and he saw that this guy put his head down and just sobbing. And there were 28 other students, adolescents, there just watching him and holding the space in silence. And so Calvin just asked the student to look up and to look around. And when he did it, he said, who else had felt this way? And, and about 17 students put up their hands and immediately you saw the student's shoulder ease up and he looked around and then Kevin asked again, how do you feel? And the student replied, I don't feel alone. And I felt as if this experience was mine only. So this is the powerful way that the arts can connect people across experiences. We express ourselves in different way. We can connect and we can see that everyone has a story to share. And when we're so connected, it's a lot more difficult to go and attack, to be angry, to be, you know, negative and toxic to the other people. And it's so much harder to become a criminal because you are able to talk to people in a different way. You don't have just to use words. You can use creative writing, but you can use so much. The power of music and the arts and drawing and 3D and nature, they are huge. They're here, the world is full everywhere of these opportunities. So it's important that we get a chance to enjoy them now that we can. And please remember this in the coming new year when you have your goals, where is the art in your daily life? In a talk given recently by Calvin, this vice principal of a Bronx school, he said that his last suggestion after telling to everyone, you have to do art in, you know, in your life, etc. He says, look, we are a driven society. We're just running the whole time and we should learn to slow down and to be present, to feel the moment, to experience what life has to offer, to get a sensory experience, just stop and smell the roses. So we're not cut off from those experiences. So we have built up those nice, good, happy memories. Don't just rush all the time, learn to slow down. There is even a song from, uh, what's her name? Sissy something, well, Swedish singer, slow down or something, or be still, <laughs> opposite title. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And I thought it was a good way of closing this because, you know, 22 minutes. I'm so thankful that you spent all this time with me this year and I hope to hear from you and hear what you would like to talk about, you know, just not me talking about what I want. If you would like a very specific topic that has to do with the, with the mind and how healthy we can be or connected with art as well, I love to talk about it. Just give me more ideas because now it's been two years and I need more and more from you so that I can give you what you want and need to create the life that you want. So again, thank you so much for being with me and Happy New Year to everyone. You know, it's coming, it's coming. Enjoy yourself. Take care. Bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.